Hello, I'm Apostle Maria Brown, co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry, located in Crowley, Texas, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. Yes. God bless you, saints of God. Listen, it is always an honor and a privilege to be able to hold kingdom conversations with you and to touch and agree in prayer. Saints of God, you know how we do it. This is the day that the Lord has made, and guess what? We're going to rejoice and be glad in it. I decree and declare that the favor of God will overflow and overshadow you everywhere you walk, everywhere you place your feet, that God will give you kingdom authority. He's already giving you authority, but that you will understand your authority and begin to walk in authority. Amen. Listen, over the last few weeks, we've been starting the conversation on the fruit of the spirit. We've been talking about the components or the elements that make up the fruit of the spirit. I want us to get it in our spirit that it's not the fruits of the spirit, but it is the fruit of the spirit with nine elements or nine components. Every, whichever way you want to try to define it, it is the fruit which is our makeup or our character. And as believers, saints of God, the character that we're supposed to be always striving for is to take on the character of Christ. You know, we're considered to be Christians because we're saying we have Christ in us. And so that means we should be emulating the character of our Lord and Savior, not just saying that we are believers or not just saying that we're Christians or followers of Christ, but not being emulators or imitators or being duplicators of Christ. So in terms for that to happen, in order for that to happen in our life, saints of God, it's going to require us to do some things, some do some due diligence in the spirit. You know, last week I talked about love, you know, which is one of the elements of the fruit of the spirit. We were doing our teaching or in our reference from Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23 where the apostle Paul, he broke down the elements that entails into the fruit of the spirit when he were admonishing the church of Galatia. See, what had happened was they had allowed other people, Judaizers, to come in after Paul had already imparted into them and taught them how to live a Christian life. However, while he was out on his missionary trips, they allowed Judaizers to come in and to pervert the word of God and to pervert the teachings that Apostle Paul had already instilled in them. They wanted to miss legalism along with the grace. Now, Paul was cautioning him and said, listen, we're not no longer as believers have to be held to the Mosaic law where everything is legalistic. But also, I don't want you to get where you think that you have license to do whatever you want to do. Even the Bible says where grace abound does sin abound also, God forbid. So you got to understand that there it has to become an even balance in the Christian walk. And in order for us to be able to take on that even balance in the Christian walk, it's going to require saints of God to grow up. We're going to have to grow up in our character. We're going to have to grow up in our walk. We're going to have to be, become mature Christians. Now, apostle was saying this. Now, he started to admonish them over in the book of Galatia. In Galatians, I'm sorry, chapter 5, he was like, listen, what taught you or what 
enforce you to pull away from the faith and start taking on this foolishness. And he began to define all these different types of works of the flesh. He even told him, listen, if you're going to be following your flesh, you're going to always find yourself in a doom and gloom situation. I need you to renounce your flesh and begin to follow after the spirit because when you follow the spirit, you're gonna reap life. And then he went further on into his letter and he began to break down the element of the fruit of the spirit. Last week, we talked about love. This week, I wanna talk to you briefly about joy. You know, that is the second element of the fruit of the spirit. Now, when Apostle Paul, I'm gonna first, let let me back it up just for a minute. He talks about the name of the nine elements, which is love, joy, peace, long suffering, forbearance is another word, a term for long suffering and patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness and temperance. But today we're going to talk about the joy, the joy, that element of the fruit of the spirit, joy. Now, I want that's where we get the Greek word from called kara. And sometimes you hear people call it kara. That's where we get the word. Also, the root word from charismatic. That means that you have this over delightment or this cheerfulness or this gladness or this 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 overabundance of bliss about you. But what I want you to understand in terms of what Apostle Paul was saying about this second element, the first element being love, now joy is this is an eternal thing, saints of God. This is something that you don't pick on when you, you don't take it off when you go to bed at night and pick it up in the morning time and put it on. You don't put it on when you're around the people that you feel like you need to impress. You don't put it on when you're talking Talking to your brothers and sisters in Christ. This is something that's internal. It radiates regardless of what's going on around you. You can have the worst day of your life. But if you have the joy of the Lord within you, it radiates out. It is not defined. It is not depicted or contingent upon your circumstances, unlike happiness. Happiness is about what's happening in your life right now. If you're having a good day, hey, you're happy. You're having a bad day. You're not so happy. That is not what joy is. Joy is an eternal state of being. It is something that you are based on what you believe and what you internalize to be a part of the truth. Now, this is where Luke 10 Chapter 10, verses 20 comes in. This is what Jesus was uh, sharing uh, with the uh, disciples because they were so excited, you know, about them demonizing, uh, exercising demons out and, and, you know, getting this this, uh, demon out of this person. He said, now, I want you to get caught up in rejoicing, you know, because spirits are now subjecting to you. But I want you to rejoice because your name is written in the book of heaven. In other words, Joy is eternal. When we know where we're going, mm-hmm, because of what we believe in, John 3, 16 says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You know, it's just a simple, a simple decree or the simple act of your faith that gives us the uh the uh the the uh, inheritance of eternal life we should be excited we should be full of joy i often tell people now listen if you want to be an effective witness it let 
people see you be a kingdom-minded individual. Kingdom individuals are full of joy. They're not religious. They're not trying to persuade people to get saved through coercing fear, uh, hatred, bitterness, uh, you know, being dogmatic and controlling and manipulative. All, all those are works of the flesh, beloved. <laughs> but when you know that your name has been written in the book of life, uh, in the book of heaven, and that you already got your first class seat, that should bring you joy. Even when your jaw shuts down on you or that loved one that you were so in love with that knocked you off your feet, walked chooses to take a walk on the wild side and begin and go out of your life you still have joy when your money is funny you still have joy when you hear and you know people are talking about you you still have joy when the doctor is just giving you a bad report you still have joy that's what joy is all about it's about it I like to look at it like this. It is a signet or a sign of something that's taking place in the inward parts of a human being, especially primarily in a believer. It validates or it authenticates what's going on with you spiritually. That's joy. This is why the author Nehemiah said the joy of the Lord is his strength or our strength, because when you know where you're going and you know that God has your back and that he has the best interest in store for, for you, then you can just have joy and, re, and rejoice knowing that you're coming out of this and that everything is going to be all right. Jeremiah 29, 11 reminds us. He says this. This is what the Lord says about you, beloved. He says that I never will have thoughts of evil about you or against you or for you. But everything that I have, I, I'm giving you that shalom peace, that whole peace that you will be completed. Where there's been fragmentations occurring in your life, I'm going to put those things together again. He said, this is what I desire for you. And listen, that you will have a blessed, which is to be happy <laughs> and joyful and exuberant and a promising future. That's the type of God that we serve. Now, when we're talking about joy, one of the elements of the fruit of the spirit, it is imperative, saints of God, that we seek the joy of the Lord. That means we have to make a conscious decision to shut down some things, some people, and some places. Because some of that stuff is geared by the enemy itself to keep us depressed, downtrodden, perplexed, and all off key and out of balance. You have to seek joy. And when you get joy, you have to keep joy. See, it is a gift from God. It's just like this. If I give you a gift, you have the choice to either to embrace the gift or to shun the gift off. Oftentimes we find ourselves shunning off the gifts of God because they don't look like what we expect for it to look. Mm -hmm. You know, if I feel like I can get you to side with me, I'm going to put on a pity party. But see, you don't understand that that's a spirit. And the more you indulge in it, the more it becomes, it grows with you. Then all of a sudden you're bitter, you're miserable all the time. That's not of God, beloved. God wants you to be excited about this walk. The Christianity walk was never designed for us to look sour and to be bitter, and to be unfriendly, and to be hateful, to be biased, 
to be racist, to be unloving, and to be unkind. That does not represent the character of Christ. But Joy says, listen, you have your name written in heaven. God knows you by name. Why don't you share that same excitement with others and pull them in? See, the Bible says it's through love and kindness, joy, intertwined with your love and kindness that draws men in. So I'm going to share with you, and I'm going to close out in prayer. Let joy be the focus, your center focus this week. As we're beginning our Monday, Seek joy, pursue joy, hold on to your joy at all costs. I don't care what comes your way, saints of God. Hold on to the joy that the Lord has given you and allow that to be your strength. So when you find yourself in a turbulent situation, saints of God, let the joy of the Lord strengthen you. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your sons and daughters. I thank you that they will begin to embrace the joy of you. Let that be their strength this week. Let that be their portion this week. Let it be authentic. Let it validate, Lord God, that they have the confidence in you that all is well, no matter what they're having to face with, no matter what the dilemma may look like, they have the joy of the Lord. Let that be their portion. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, saints of God. Until next week, hold on to the love of God. Hold on to the joy of the Lord and be at peace. Shalom.